It ain't the left side or the right side, then it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side. Good evening, Dolphins fans. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side with Kat and Paul. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all of our social media outlets, as well as the Fansided Network and FinFanatic.com. The Dolphins draft Liam Eichenberg, 42nd overall in the NFL draft. They trade up from 50 to 42, give up a third-round pick in the 2022 NFL draft uh, to retain to acquire Eichenberg services here. And this is somebody, if, if you watch in college football, you've seen a lot of if you watch offensive line play. Uh, Eichenberg has not allowed a sack in the last two years at the left tackle position, but also not the best athlete and somebody who may not play that same left tackle position that he played at Notre Dame. Could move to right tackle, could move to guard, depending on how the Dolphins want to use them you know i think our immediate reaction on the show here paul when eichenberg was the selection when the dolphins went from 50 to 42 we were expecting a different player not liam eichenberg who's kind of a what you see is what you get type of tackle hey dolphins fans this podcast is brought to you by danette may and mindful health llc featuring danette may's top superfood product from her earth echo foods line cacao bliss Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you are doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result? Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink not only that it is friendly to paleo gluten-free keto vegan and vegetarian diets for the last eight years we've been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide we are offering up to 15 percent off when you use code minute 15 at earthechofoods.com slash minute media follow on social media at the danette may and at earth echo foods yeah i mean we were expecting i believe i think for both of us there uh we were expecting that that was going to be a center more than likely um same with when we get to 81 which i know we'll talk about um the fact that miami traded up for eichenberg was was almost a head scratcher at first but when you dive a little bit deeper he's not anybody that's going to stand out from a physical profile. I mean, he's got good size, uh, not the most athletic guy, but not only did he not allow a sack the last two seasons, he also um, only allowed three sacks um, after starting all 13 games at left tackle three years ago. Um, and, and that's, you know, 939 snaps. Um Two years ago, he had you know 845 snaps, 496 round pass plays, and didn't allow a sack. I mean, and he's not allowing a lot of tackles for loss uh, in in the run game. Um, two years ago, he only allowed I think about 12 quarterback pressures on the year, um, whether they were hits or or, or just pressures. Um, and then you know on a very good offensive line, yeah, he he led in pass blocking grade, he led in run blocking grade, so. 
this pick starts to shape up and make a lot of sense, and he plays with a little bit of nastiness. He's a good football player, and that's kind of the common theme with what the Dolphins got here on day two. I mean, I'm a little bit underwhelmed by the upside of of these of Javon Holland, Liam Eikenberg, and Hunter Long, but no doubt that he's a productive football player. I mean, the guy didn't allow a sack in two years. I mean, <laughs> what else can you say about that? Um, but it, with Austin Jackson at left tackle and Robert Hunt expected to move into right guard, there was that hole at the right tackle spot. It looks like Liam Eikenberg is going to be first in line to challenge uh, Jesse Davis or possibly DJ Fluker for that right tackle spot too. It would be a disappointment if he didn't win that. And, but I, I do have some problems with his measurables too. I mean, I'm, I'm very disciplined on if you're under, if you have arm length under 33 inches, it's hard to win at the offensive tackle spot. And it, Liam Eikenberg his arms are under even 32 and a half. It's, it's hard to win consistently with that. He also had 33 bench reps, which means he's, you know, got that strength too. My fear is that Robert Hunt and Liam Eikenberg are better fits at the offensive guard spot. And the dolphins are still long-term looking for an offensive tackle. I don't think they are. I mean, the biggest measurables for me when it comes to Eikenberg is, I know you said it's, it's hard to do those things, Notre Dame played against top competition in college, um, and they played against a lot of teams with some very good players that went pro, and you've got Eichenberg there not allowing pressures, throwing down decent run grades. They're able to run off him in space out, out there at the tackle spot, and I'm not necessarily worried about his ability to perform on game days. I think he comes in as a shaped up product. I think he's going to win this. I mean, I think the starting job's almost his to lose already. Um, it's does he blow you away with his measurables? No, but the the he he can have 15 inch arms if he's not allowing pressures and, and he's allowing them to run. And the fact that that he does that, I'm good with him. Even though it wasn't the pick that I would have made. Yet again, I mean, this is this is the curse. You and I talked about it off air, of going BPA, even if it's not necessarily the position of need. Because I, you can make an argument that the Dolphins had definitely four starting caliber linemen uh, questionable on the fifth, and it wasn't a tackle. Yeah, I view him as a high floor type of guy because I, and one comparison I really really liked was from. Um, Lance Zerline from NFL.com, and that's Justin Pugh because Justin Pugh is a first-round pick back in 2013 of the Giants and was drafted as a tackle but was moved all around the offensive line and was a very valuable player until injuries started to hit. That's that's how I view Liam Eikenberg, where the odds of him failing out of the league or not being a productive starter in the NFL are, are basically zero because of the production, uh, because of, of how he tested out week in and week out uh, there, there for that Notre Dame offensive line. Yeah. I mean, it, it's when you're the best player on one of the best offensive lines, there, there's something to say for that. I mean, it, and I think 
you're right. He he does have a very high floor, and for me, with that at, at, at the tackle spot, that, that's that's all you can ask for, uh, and, and especially when he brings a nasty attitude with it out on the field. Yeah, and when the trade up happened, like you said, we thought that it was going to be for a center. Creed Humphrey ended up actually going as one of the last picks in, in round two. Quinn Miners, one of the last picks in round three. So, you know, it, it the, the league has really spoken about how they value offensive tackles compared to centers. And it, they the league speaks about that every year when you when you take a look at at the offensive tackle position. I mean, a a decent offensive tackle, even a right tackle who's middle of the pack is probably going to get 10 to 12 a year where that is typically what the highest paid center gets. Uh, you know, Corey Lindsley got 13 million a year. So yes, there are a lot of different ways here. And the, the big thing is Eichenberg keeps defenders off the quarterback and he's going to play that right side. You would think with Robert Hunt. I I'm 99% sure he's going to be the starter at right tackle when we open the year, not move into that role, but be the starter when we open the year. Um, and that leaves Jesse Davis and DJ Fluker as those rotational players behind uh, the other four um, non-center offensive linemen here. Yeah, I mean, there were some other players I would have preferred there at 42, and I, I wish the Dolphins hadn't um, traded up from 50 to 42 and kept that third-round pick for next year in their pocket. I would have preferred down instead of trading up and, and got some additional picks here in that fourth, fifth, sixth round area for tomorrow. But they still got a good football player. And and when you take a look now at the Dolphins' first four picks, Jalen Waddell, Liam Eikenberg, Jalen Phillips, and, and Javon Holland, you're talking about probably four starters because Javon Holland is, is probably going to be a, a nickelback here. And the that you you could argue that the Dolphins, at least on what they drafted, solved their top four needs. At least they've got bodies in there in the first two rounds that can address those needs. I'd say they solved four of their top six needs, um, however you want to stack them. I, I, I'm not sold that they've solved their need at center, and I'm not sold that they've solved whatever platoon they want to do at running back. Because uh, it's very clear at this point they want to do a platoon. Um, the fact that the second the pick came in for Javante, um, they were slamming the, the the pick down for Javon Holland. I've got news for you. I don't believe they were actually going Javante Williams. Uh, I think they were going. They were eyes locked on Javon Holland the whole time, especially once you know Denver traded in in front of them, thinking they were taking a running back. And there were eight running backs last year drafted between pick 32 and wherever Antonio Gibson was, was drafted, I think pick 70, somewhere around there. And the Dolphins weren't one of those teams. They ended up uh, trading for Matt Breida there. So that, yeah, it, it shows that the Dolphins don't put a lot of stock into the center position or the running pack position uh, as much as maybe other Dolphins fans do. So Liam Eikenberg here is the pick at 42nd overall um, in the NFL draft, and we should see him competing for a starting job here. Overall, Paul, I give, I give the 
I give the pick a C plus because they traded up, they gave up a resource uh, in in the twenty twenty two NFL draft, and I think they may just get an okay player here at, at right guard or right tackle. So there were other players I would have liked, but so when factoring in the trade, uh, I'm I'm going to go ahead and give them a C plus. I'll give the trade a D. I'll give the selection a B. Okay. Okay. I mean, so right around the same area here. Yeah. It's, I, I, I hated the trade, um, to be honest with you, because I felt like Javon Holland was a guy that was probably going to be there at 50. I felt like Eichenberg was a guy that was probably going to be there at 50. So you could have just taken both of them straight up. Um, more more than likely. I mean, time you, we'll never know for sure. Uh, but it's it didn't make any sense to me to make that move up, especially given all of the tackles that were quality tackles that have that high floor as well that would have been available if for some reason you whiffed on Eichenberg. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily who the Dolphins took. It's that they didn't trade down and you know when they probably could have and they traded up when they probably shouldn't have so that's going to do it for our breakdown here of Liam Eichenberg offensive tackle from Notre Dame you can follow Paul and I on Facebook Twitter Spreaker iTunes YouTube iHeartRadio all of our social media outlets as well as the fan sided network and finfanatic.com I'm Brian Cat NFL on Twitter Paul is fanatic underscore pick And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fence side.